And here's my companion who's been working all day, <laughs> Mr. Neil Morrill. Hello. Oh, he hasn't got his headphones on yet. Sorry. No, I haven't. I haven't. I got my finger. Oh, God. Oh, which way do they go on? I don't. I think oh, they're, they're unisex. I think that's all right. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> hey, right around your ball sack. Oh, perfect. There you go. There we go. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another edition of Two Brits and a Yank. <laughs> Oh dear. So, yeah, we've been um, working today. Well, y- yesterday I picked up Neil, what, 9am at Heathrow? Yeah, about 9am. About 9am. And then we stopped off for a coffee on the way and then came back here. And then pretty much within 20 minutes of being here, we were in the workshop getting on. <laughs> Foolishly. Yeah, it sounds like when you were over here. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And then, what? so we worked... Until about six or seven last night, I think. I went out for a beer. But it yeah. was basically, yeah, we got it all done. We ran one set yesterday. And then... Um, well, I the pictures you posted on Instagram look terrific. Yeah, they're coming out all right. I'm really pleased. I can't wait to see this go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were thinking we would use this uh, chat as a way to make decisions about what we were going to talk about for our presentation. Because... We haven't had time. I was thinking like, oh, I should get this presentation ready for Saturday. But the thing was, we were still making the things that would be photographed and in the presentation. So there seemed right. very little point in doing that until we finished it. Well, aren't you doing another chat also in the morning? Yes. I'm speaking to uh, Chris Lyons first, and then I'm speaking to Charlie Short, who's uh, a YouTuber guy known as Pink Stylist, who's got 26 million YouTube subscribers. Which is insane. Which is crazy, Jesus. isn't it? Yeah. But he's, he's, he's done some really good stuff. But he's you know he's qualified and he, he, he does good stuff. But he does it with flair and it's entertaining. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's so, there's so many people that have seen his stuff. And I'm sure a lot of the people at the trade show will, you know, know him and stuff. And I'm like, sort of like, oh, I'm looking to him. And I've heard the name. and I haven't, But I haven't, I don't really watch a lot of, YouTube tutorials to do with makeup. I tend to watch YouTube tutorials about like how to edit sound <laughs> and use After Effects stuff. Yeah, I how, don't know. How does Fusion 360 work? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is not. Yeah. If you put in how does on my my search bar and, and Google, it's yeah Fusion After Effects and all these things <laughs> that I don't know how they work. So, but that's why it's good to do good tutorials for things because you know I know when I find tutorials, I'm grateful. When I find someone that knows what they're talking about, that does a good job. So, so he does look at Neil; he's drinking his beer out of a glass instead of out of the can. It's I know, such it's, manners. It's so civilized, right? Your so mama civilized. raised you right, <laughs> didn't she? Just I'm going to take a quick screen grab. Are you ready? Sure. Wicked. <laughs> um, that's very funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm totally going to play that. On Instagram. Oh, that's an old. Oh, that was in my old workshop. Oh, that was a video. I don't need that. Look how grey my beard is. Not here. That's only a few years ago. Holy shit! That's my old workshop. Um, we're almost in the same level of grey. We are. Yeah, pretty much. Scary, and you've, you've got a lot of red in your beard too, Stu. Who me? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Neil. Yes. No, Neil does. He's, mm. he's got a lot of a lot of red. It looks like like brotherly beards. Hmm. 
He's got a little more hair than you do, Stuart. He does a lot more hair than me. Most people, newborn babies have more hair than I do. Maybe you should wear this. Yeah. <laughs> should I put that on? <laughs> oh. oh, is this the this the wig for the demo? Ha! Yeah. I don't know if I should do this. <laughs> don't tear the lace. <laughs> you look like Russian in snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Russian sable hat. I don't, I don't want to put the uh, the headphones on and crush you down. It's really, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, it's all coming together. Um, it's been who's your model? Uh, Normski, Nor- Normski Anderson. So he's uh, he's lively, and I'm hoping he'll be a good Reverend Brown. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to pop, make it all pop come together just because he's. Very animated. Yeah, he's very animated. Great. I hope somebody videotapes it. We will be videoing the application on the stand because we're doing some of it on the stand and then we're going to yeah. finish off on the stage. And I think they're videoing that, but I might look up my video too. I'm going to bring my C stand and some tripods and stuff. So, yeah, it should be fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's been good, but it's been crazy. It's been like two days of full on, really full on. And we were talking about this, and this is interesting. You can't open it. You can open the can. Listen, this. this Oh, I feel bad. It's a can of Guinness. <laughs> it has a widget in it that makes it foam, so you get that distinct. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That sounds luscious, right? That's amazing. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds so good. <laughs> Guinness I mean, is I'm an entire be... food group. It is. It's not. I mean, I've I've drunk it in Dublin. And I didn't like it, so that must mean I definitely don't like Guinness. I've tried. It's acquired taste, but. Oh, it's definitely an acquired taste. But how long does it take to acquire it? I already like Coca-Cola. I didn't have to go through like an orientation to find out how to make it but, taste nice. But do you like Pepsi? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's yeah. got a lot more sugar in it, I think. Oh, they're both shit. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, no. they're both terrible for you. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Atlanta, so I'm a Coca-Cola guy. There you go. Yeah. That's where Chris Lyons went the day the day I left Atlanta. He went to the Coca-Cola Museum. Did he really? Yeah, because he was staying another day, so he went to the Coca-Cola Museum and oh, the Aquarium. Uh, both really worth seeing. Never been. No. Oh, the aquarium looked great. If they had more time, I would have gone. Do they have fish swimming in Coke? That would be they have a, a tank with a, a whale shark in it. Oh, yeah, really? An yeah, enormous, gigantic. gigantic tank. Have, have your badges turned up yet? Um, I have not checked the mail yet today, but, but my copies of Prosthetics Magazine arrived yesterday along with my Prosthetics Event hoodie. Cool. Which I'm not wearing today because I'm doing silicone and I don't want to fuck it up before I get a chance to even wear it. That's awesome. I don't have a prosthetics event hoodie. No, I think we no. can get some this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think I, I got one of the first ones because I don't think they're going to be available until Saturday. Okay. Oh, nice. And if you wear it before Saturday, it'll self-ignite. Probably, yeah. This is why I'm, I'm bald. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, yeah, so we spent two days doing this, and it's been quite frantic actually, because it's not that it was difficult to do; it was more we were both quite conscious about doing a nice job, and we kind of observed it's quite funny how much effort we've been putting into it. Like, I've been spending a few hours on it every day for the past month or so, but in the last week it's been a bit more full on. And, you know, 
we sculpt, you know. I, I don't even know how long. Well, you add up the hours. We were saying it's, it's probably like a 20 grand makeup uh, yeah. altogether. And, yeah. you know, it's quite involved. Like, you know, and you getting, did a little experimenting too with your well, yeah. collapsible core. Yeah, which I'm not. I, I don't claim to be, you know, a superior mold maker at all. I haven't done that many collapsible cores, which is precisely why I wanted to do it on here. And, and it worked. And yeah, we've been experimenting. And also the other thing we experimented with was tinting the cat plastic, which I think has paid off fantastic dividends. It works really well. And um, we haven't powdered the pieces getting them out. So there's no powder on the cat plastic. Cool. Um, so yeah, there's a few little things that I've tried out and we, you know, we're doing and it's, it feels fun, but it's just weird how like how much effort's gone into something for a bit of fun. <laughs> what was the release you used on the for the cat plastic? Initially, I sprayed the crap out of it with uh, wax, like a, an aerosol wax. Let that dry, yeah. buffed it back, and then I used Vaseline, and then a couple of layers of epoxy par film, and then the second run just epoxy par film because I maintain spray wax the- release is something we just don't have over here. Is that right? Yeah, I, think I, I can't find it. From Man, they do a liquid wax that you can put in an aerosol, maybe in a pre-val sprayer. Oh, man, I'll, tr- I'll try that. Yeah, I've got I've got some liquid stuff, but you yeah. know, a nice spray would be it's so much finer. Mm. I didn't realize that spray waxes weren't something. There's, there's a whole thing with propellants in North America. It's right. yeah, it's a nightmare. Okay. Now. <laughs> you, yeah, you see, you, yeah. When, you've seen when Dallas, you over right? From Monster Palooza, bring me a couple of cans. Yeah, I mean, you remember the hairspray, you know, in, in Dallas and Dynasty and stuff. That was, you know, aerosol cans were quite the thing. I uh, did not realize that. Um, yeah, it's so. Yeah, but you can, like you say, like, like Neil says, you can kind of atomize the liquid wax. That's quite good. But just the wax kind of helps just acts as a primary thing and then you can buff it back and it just helps fill any tiny little holes and then the vaseline is just a safeguard and then the, the ultra four over the top is just a nice release but the second run we just use um ultra four and it seems to have worked fine but the two big cores have both been opened using that technique that yeah again, the, I with so there's Freitas. no torque yeah so we put the the strips of wood on and um i videoed all of this so i've got them opening and again <laughs> the sound the amazing. sound and then yeah it was yeah it was pretty cool so uh but i again we we're drying up tomorrow and it's now 10 past nine in the evening and there's a very yeah. noisy car going past oh my God, this is why i don't use these microphones anymore it's kind of crazy it picks up literally everything, everything. yeah um and uh yeah so the the where was i we're driving up i'm driving up tomorrow we're driving up tomorrow so because of that it's kind of like i haven't as you can tell my brain's fuzzy i mean it is anyway but uh yeah well you guys have been going non-stop yeah it's been a bit crazy since you must have still got there and then you went to the pub last night and (laughs) only a couple of beers drinking lamps been lit again (laughs) yeah and then we we ate we had we had a nice curry tonight. Yeah, it was just that was just a, a mild lubrication, just to yeah, get, to, to ease us into the, the job. You yeah. didn't need that for twelve hours sleep. You didn't need much alcohol yeah. at all. But we was, consumed a fair fair amount of uh, cactus juice when Stuart was here. Yeah, we did. <laughs> quite uh, quite inebriated on that stuff. It was good tequila as well. Mm. It was nice tree juice. Is that what you said? 
um, agave cactus juice. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, yeah, so it's all been a bit crazy. So because of that, I, I kind of feel bad I haven't prepared more for the presentation, but I, we'll do that tomorrow when that's the only thing I've got to do. It's just at the moment, I'm packing for this. I'm going up to Edinburgh the day after the trade shows. So I'm driving up to Edinburgh. <laughs> so I've got to get, I've got to pack for that too. Plus I've just got to pack, you know, clothes and stuff and all the important things on my laptop and shit like that. And we're just like, you stickers. Know, yeah. And a hotel tomorrow, like we're not quite sure where it is in relation to the venue and <laughs> just, just basic fundamental stuff that yeah. won't take long. It'll be, we'll, you'll figure it out while we're driving up. You're going to be the navigator finding all the yeah. shit out while we're driving up. Cause then it's the only time I was like, I literally can't do anything else right now. So now is when we catch up, listen to, you know, podcasts. I mean, we, we haven't really kind of thought about what, we should be kind of like highlighting in the demo. No, because because otherwise it's just, well, it is a likeness just a makeup. makeup. Yeah, yeah. So there's loads of points you could talk about. Like, well, it is, and it's yeah, it's that it's 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 a, a kind of an homage makeup, but it's it's like why are we doing it? I mean, ultimately it was because I think it was just because a bit of fun. Because <laughs> I want it sounded like a lot. You came up with the idea, I think. Was it you yeah. that came up with that? Or yeah, it was just. Just because you know we, we had access to Norm and yeah, it was like oh man, he'd be perfect for for Reverend Brown. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Yeah, so we just figured out how to do it, and, and then I live cast him in silicone. I then got out a plaster. This was about two months ago. I got a plaster out, which I was then going to clean up, but then I had my plaster positive. I sent the mold in silicon uh, to Canada because that's where Neil is. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in Toronto. And then he got the mould, got out a plaster, sculpted it up the pieces, cut them up, and then floated them off, stuck them on a core and shipped it back to me. And then I got the pieces. Well, it's a pretty spot-on likeness sculpture. It's pretty good, isn't it? I thought it was nice. I mean, looking, I I actually pulled up some pictures of, of Arsenio Hall in the makeup and looked at the, the Neil's finished sculpture, and it's like, holy shit, this is this is dead it's on pretty good Thank you. and then we, we had a little tweet your likenesses i think are wicked tough yeah it is they are and the hair is a big part of it isn't it Very well that was it when when, I, when there was like no no hair on it i was just like <clears> i don't know right. it just looks weird yeah it's just and very long like, emailing you know i'm messaging you and going does this look stupid yeah no it didn't it was it was cool then, there were some little tweaks then when the hair was on yeah. And then you, you sculpted some eyebrows and a mustache on. It was like, okay. And it was like, oh, we need to lengthen this or shorten here. And I, know. I actually said, cause I, was, I, was, cause I, I was chatting to Michael and like, because I've known Mike for like 20 odd years. And I was like, going, do you mind me sending a picture? And just like, you know, because I know he's like, he's like amazing at likenesses. I'm like, just, you know, have a, yeah. see what you think. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I don't even know what, you know, you did a bang up job. So okay. I was like, well, that's high. That's high praise. Yeah, it is. It's kind of scary, but I guess usually, mate, it's not so bad. But it's still I, scary yeah, to show. Pro- Mike would definitely like tell me if it was shit. Yeah, he just, he, you know, he doesn't kind of mince words. He's yeah, kind of like, yeah. Nah, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but he'd be able to identify where it was shit. That's exactly. Thing. Yeah, that's it, the thing isn't it? It wouldn't. It wouldn't just go. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> Don't call me anymore. I mean, it's for the for the makeup. There were look. There were certain things we were looking at, and then thinking like, now is that the Reverend Brown? Or is that just Arsenio Hall? Because this is things like on Norm, the distance between his nose and his top lip is much bigger than the makeup. So we had to drop the nose yeah, quite nose a lot, almost down. about a quarter of an inch, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's quite far lower. Uh, so it's really thick here, but that made the difference. And then, you know, I know we were reluctant to do it because that's quite a, a 
an extensive extension to the nose and to reduce the distance of the top lip. But it was kind of crucial. Yeah. And then with the mustache, that kind of fills a lot of that in. Although, and his lips, Norm's lips are uh, uh, thicker than um, than Arsenio's. Arsenio's right. are relatively really thin. thin. Yeah. So like pulling that piece down and trying to hide the lip line. Yeah. It's an interesting it's one. Kind of, it's got a lot of little tricky things to it. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of yeah. examples. This, this would be this would be great if you had pictures that you could actually show the comparisons of what how you're what you're talking about and how. I mean the whole the whole process of doing a likeness. Mm. Likeness sculpture is one thing, but doing a likeness makeup is something entirely different because you got to take into account all of the the anatomical differences that are underneath mm. the makeup that. Yeah, you can't change yeah. that. And the m- movement that you would essentially need if it was, you know, to be committed to film. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, you yeah. can make someone look really like somebody, but you does know, it if move correctly? If they've got like three inches of rubber on them, it's going to look. Yeah, weird, they right? can't. Yeah, move much well. Yeah, can't. They they're smiling underneath. <laughs> you can't see it. In the camera, yeah, exactly. It's not showing through, and it's weird as well because the um, you know, like we wanted to make this soft because he's got to move in it, and Norm is quite an animated character performer a guy anyway you know he's not an actor by but he's just a very animated person and so you know it would have been a tragedy to have him wear something that would restrict him and stop him being you know as active as he needs to be but um but it's interesting because the things finish right on the lips and it goes you know around the eyes and it his whole face is covered in rubber so it's a it's gonna be a good test of of, of, of the theories and the things we're going to try out and then the makeup over the top we're using the Sean Richard stuff yeah. which I haven't used before on skin I, I really yeah. like yeah. it well Neil was Neil yeah, it's, it's good you know you can you can get nice washes with it with uh, either alcohol or 244 mm-hmm. and um, I mean it's got really good coverage I think yeah. you're going to well it. what we wanted to do is what we didn't want to have to cake this face in makeup Partly because it would look too makeup-y. And also, you know, we always bang on about getting base tones right. And Neil mixed the skin tone for this using silicon pigments. And we spent a fair bit of time, didn't we, just experimenting and doing little patches. And you were, like, mixing up little test mixes and then letting them set and then seeing how it looked. And yeah. Spent, you know, most of the morning, actually. Just on opacity and trying to the tweak color. the colors. Did you cast it in gel 10? Uh, no, gel 25. And 100% okay. Deadner LV. So it's really runny, degassed beautifully, molds filled fine, um, and yeah, it seemed good. But the the quality of the of the surface is nice, and because his whole face is pretty much covered, we want it to be something that when it meets his neck, it's not going to be too, you know, disjointed. But I think that's why mm-hmm. this 4K longwear stuff is going to be good because it has a certain sheen to it and it's really t- like you put it on your hand yesterday and when it dries it's, it's got it stays yeah. like packs oh yeah it's crazy but it's not yeah. packs so it doesn't wrinkle yeah. up like packs might so um i'm interested to see how it's going to work but we want that sheen because yeah it's so heavily pigmented a little bit goes a yeah long we way. can blend out like you can with normal makeup but you don't have to wait for it to dry like water-based stuff and also water-based stuff tends to collect in the deep areas and run because um, you're normally working yeah. on a you know a reasonably vertical surface but it's that sheen, and that's more evident with darker skin. The darker the skin, the more evident there is a sheen that needs to be right. And often I found with a lot of alcohol colours, they can be very matte. Yeah. And although you can put, you know, glosses back in, but it'd be nice to put something on it that was makeup-y and blend it like you can cream, 
or even thin it down with the liquid with the, the schmicks is it the yeah the the, the dimethicone thinner yeah yeah so. and you know or, or two for four or something you know yeah. so we get a nice blend and neil's mixed up a bunch of colors and liquidized them so that you know it's basically we're trying to make you spent most of the time doing these little nice little things that make it easier to apply you know doing all the hard work now like the second pull we pulled out sure yeah. so you don't have to do yeah it on just because it, it's fussy but what i've been trying to do and it's quite annoying for neil i'm sure because i will stop move the camera there there i want i want to see that like you know and we open up the second one and it was fine but there was this hole here where basically i put a bleed hole in the cheek on the core and it had filled and basically some had crept out after we blocked it somehow i think it was blocked properly or something and so there was basically a cavity in the cheek when we took the piece out it was only the real the only problem on that piece really um so we sort of injected some silicone from behind to refill it and patch it but apart from that it's fine but it's it's doing something like that which we could probably do on the day to be honest but it, we just thought well we'll stay a little bit later and do it today and then that way when we turn up the pieces are you know done and ready to go and it's Nice. Yeah, no, the, the stress is going to be high enough on the day, even if you got your all your your shit piled up nice and nice and neat. Yeah. It's you know, I it's just the way the way it goes. So the the more you don't have to worry about. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I like the, pretty much having absolutely everything that I could possibly have prepared. Yeah, it's good because I get to a point where I'm like, oh fuck it, I'll just do it. I don't care. I'm too tired now. But you, you've been very good about like, no, no, I know. And I know I'm going to appreciate that when we're doing it. Tinted anti-shine. So it's like. Don't know, he's tinted the anti-shine already. Jeez. Yeah. Tinted the filler. There's there's a a tinted. Explain to me how you Uh, did that. I I actually, because um, anti-shine's a dimethicone, silicone or polysiloxane. Yeah. Okay. um, I I use some of Sean's colors. And it it blends because that's a silicone a silicone cream mixes in perfectly. Yeah. Just mix a little bit with it. And light bulb, it's awesome. So and it looks great. So yeah. now we got this whole little pack of colours that are the right colours, liquidised, ready to go. And then to, on Saturday, I think the plan is basically we'll have a table because one of the things I hate about doing demos of any kind is when you roll up and you have to do like the walk of shame. You know, you walk up there with your with your box <laughs> and then everyone watches while you unpack your kit and arrange your palettes and put your brushes out and drop something and all that kind of stuff. And so we're going to do all that beforehand behind stage on a table, get it all laid out. And then the, the finished Tesco carrier bags. Yeah, totally right? Tesco carriers, which I was, again, today I was like, I'm not doing that. I've got a Zuka. I've dusted it down. I packed, you know, I put all this stuff in there and it's going to, I'm going to look semi-professional. <laughs> Sean is not. No, she can't. She's, is she's is Sean going to be there? Still. Yeah, she's in uh, Cleveland doing a movie. Yeah. I don't want to get messages on my phone. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's just a case of, like, why are we doing this, really? And I think, ultimately, it was because... I mean, I spent most of this year doing shows. M- the majority of this year have been on, on, on things. And... As is always the case, you cannot show anyone anything because of NDAs. So this was yeah. like a real chance, and we, we, you know, we did bits and bobs together mm-hmm. before, like years ago, we worked together, and then when we came over to Toronto in just January, February. Yeah, I got I got you to come over for a for a union yeah. union demo. And... Yeah, which was really good fun. Yeah. I was there for a, for a good few. I days. love Toronto. I, I haven't fun. been there in quite some time, but 
it's one of the favorite cities I've yeah, ever been to. Cool place. It was lovely. I had a really good time. I've seen some crazy shit on Young Street. <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, there's some wild people down there. I was going to a trade show, and and on my way from the hotel to the venue, and so two separate occasions I saw weird shit. One occasion, I saw a guy walking a mountain lion on a leash. Okay. <laughs> that's normal <laughs> yeah and then a couple days later I saw a guy and a girl walking down the street holding hands and this guy was in a full neoprene wetsuit scuba tank fins walking down the street was he walking backwards I don't know if it was <laughs> for a photo shoot or no the, he was just having, lifting his feet up real high and yeah Plop them like down with the swim fins, and I was—I told people about it when I got to the, got to the venue. I said, "You really need to go see a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's there's a diving convention, and he's just yeah, didn't have a changing room. That's freaking. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, there's some uh, some special people there. There was there used to be a guy I don't I haven't seen him for a long time called Xanta. right? And it's basically like some 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 guy that you know wears a uh, Chris, you know Santa Claus hat, and he's just out on the street, topless. And he'll just do like push-ups and wow, <laughs> yeah. He's he's like a kind of a celebrity almost. Very strange. But I haven't I haven't I haven't seen or heard of him for a, for a while. So where's my screen gone? Uh, there we go. Very odd. It's one of the cleanest cities I've ever seen. Yeah. Apart from, I thought that, that Toronto was super clean until I went to Ottawa. And Ottawa yeah. is like insane. It's like there was like nothing on the ground. I'm like, this is unreal. Wow, <laughs> unreal. I have to go to Ottawa. Sounds like fun. There's nothing like. <laughs> Canadians are tidy. They're very tidy people. Um, what were you going to say? I don't know. We just, we just got sidetracked with that. No, it's good. Um, oh yeah, the uh, <clears throat> with this makeup. So. The idea, I think, really was because because we end up on these shows all the time doing stuff you can't show anybody what you're doing. I always relish opportunities like this. And because I think, you know, we were chatting and hanging out and talking and stuff in, in Toronto, it was like, you know, well, we should do something. And it kind of came around that this, I don't know, suggested it to do this together this way. Was it you or Sean? But I think I'm trying to remember back. Because I, mean, I, I mentioned uh, what that would be, you know, this makeup would be really cool to do because. Coming to America too. Yeah, and you've done a makeup on Norm for IMATS, hadn't you? Yeah, did uh, the the London IMATS, uh, did a, the zombie thing on Norm. And it was like it was funny. Yeah, he, he had a laugh, and he was he agreed to come back to do another makeup. So it was like it would be perfect. And then I think Sean mentioned, we said, oh, we should get Stu involved, and it'd be kind of fun, you know, because yeah. it's in England, and you know. Superb. So that's yeah. how it happened. Yeah. So I got him in. So does Norm live in Toronto as well? No, no, he no, lives no, over he here. Yeah, he lives here. He okay. lives in London. So yeah. So I I picked him up and took him here, and we did the live cast, and then shipped it back and forth. So it's just you know it was like what was you know what what is it about this makeup? If, we, if I'm doing a presentation about it, what is it? What are we doing? And it's like it's basically a bit of fun, but it's a bit of fun done to the same degree that I would do for a show. Yeah. But we've been able to document everything and show it. And it's more than one person doing it. So you have to consider what the other person's doing. But also when it comes to application, I'll do things a certain way. Neil will do things a certain way. And I'll find out things. Because I don't think we've actually stuck a makeup on together. No, we've, since... we've made a, 
we did a makeup together, but yeah. we didn't glue it on because you 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 glued on. Because um, uh, I sculpted that suit for Jimmy V, and then you did his, you did his face, and you put the the face on. Oh, for Weird, Weird Sister. Sister, yeah, it was a oh long my time. God, that was like eighteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> a music video? No, it was a t- kids TV show. Like I think the girl who was in it is now like a big movie star. It'd be yeah, probably. I have to look that up. <laughs> it must have been about ninety nine or two thousand though. Two thousand, I think. Possibly two thousand and one. <clears throat> was it? Here. It could be that. I like it. I thought it was before that though, because I left to go to. Toronto. I moved there in like 2000. Felicity Jones. Four, maybe. I don't know. It's 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 <laughs> the, the the gargoyle. Oh, there you go, the gargoyle. <laughs> I'll make a medley out of that. <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Found it eventually. Yeah, no, 2001. So that's the last time we worked together. But we hadn't worked on our makeup together. But yeah, so the the point is when you. When you um you know when you do something that with other people, you do things a different way and that kind of stuff. And because we can document everything, I just thought it'd be really nice to document the whole thing. Now I won't have time to edit the video of how it was made by Saturday, but I will edit that video down and put it together. But I can show some stills and little bits and bobs. But there's been some interesting things, things that are not new things. Like tinting cat plastic isn't a new thing. It's just I haven't done it before. These collapsible core I haven't done that way so that's a new thing for me yeah. um, so you know and again taking a makeup that was originally done in foam latex <clears throat> and translating it into silicone mm-hmm. is it it's kind of it's kind of difficult I think yeah there are certain qualities to the foam yeah which you know silicon doesn't possess so you'll have so you don't want to make it look too I don't know. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't too know much how... like real skin. Well, yeah, it's it's weird because otherwise it'll have a quality that the initial makeup doesn't have. So it's got to look somewhere in between, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's trying yeah. to well, imagine. You know, the foam like... latex, if it's done in multiple pieces, has to has to be extended on the on the snaps to account for the shrinkage. Yeah, which you don't need to worry about with silicone. Yeah, yeah, and if, even if it's nice and thin and soft, but yeah, it's it's kind of. I think it's an interesting one with with regards to. A character and people have expectations you know it's like doing remakes of things like remaking of movies and it's like that you know you can make a perfectly good movie but people just don't like it because it's not the same as the original and so you there's a lot of baggage that comes with sort of revisiting things and not yeah and also doing a makeup that was originally done by rick baker yeah i mean well, let's not uh <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure let's he'll not pretend that, uh, this point. was a sloppy job originally uh, so it's a lot to live up to yeah. um but, uh, you know, just like doing the Bela Lugosi thing, you know, that was, again, that was a tall order. That was a, a big ask. But it's, it's nice to be a little bit uncomfortable. And this is the other thing, I think, as well. Like, I was saying, like, you know, if people could see what we're doing here. It's like, it is just like, is this going to work? I fucking hope so. And we'll look at each other and go, well, no, open up and see what happens. And it is a dice roll sometimes with this. And it's not like saving lives or landing a plane in heavy crosswind. It's not, no. like, dangerous, but it's just... There's a real risk, and it, it's good to be reminded of that. I think when you're doing this stuff, to constantly be realizing like this could go wrong, this could screw up. I don't know if this is going to work. I might open the mold; the piece is fucked. I haven't got time to run another yeah, one. This, Whatever. It's, this could be a career ender. It could be. <laughs> don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean will never so speak to you bit, again. A little. It's a, it's an it's a it's an it's a chance to kind of go to those places where it's a little bit 
scary for me. Um, but when it works, you kind of feel like, oh, like the noise when the mold opens. Oh, it's beautiful. I know. Now, we did video the opening of the mold, and I just wanted to play you the sound of the mold opening because it was quite a distinctive and enjoyable sound. And I really wanted you to hear it. Just give it another crank. Isn't that just perfect? Anyway, back to the podcast. I can't wait to see the the finished piece. I, I have no doubt that it's going to I hope so. Out I mean, if it's a bag of shit, all this we're talking about is fucking yeah. means nothing. Well, then you can, you know, God forbid, but if it does, you know, turn it into a teaching moment. Yeah. Just own it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is shit. I'm terrible. <laughs> Let's examine why I'm terrible. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it. I've I've had plenty of those. I've had plenty of those, and it is interesting in retrospect to kind of revisit and go, why did that go wrong? But in the moment, it's always horrible, especially if you have an audience of people who watch you, you know, slowly sink like a deflating balloon. Yeah, <clears throat> but we'll see. But this yeah. is this is the thing. It is it is nerve wracking. It is it's yeah. nerve wracking. It could be doing this in front of people, but. That is, I mean, look. Luckily, we've had like kind of teaching experience, you know, in front of people, yeah, talking and doing makeup. But so it's, it's not still, like, I mean, I know there's some some people that get like oh, horrible kind of like you know, get mm-hmm. thrown into the mix. Yeah. And well, at least the, doing, yeah. the two of you will be doing it together. It's it's so it's somebody's <laughs> somebody's watching while somebody's talking to. <laughs> To the crowd yeah well that's so the thing different, yeah different than doing a solo application and watching half your edges flip over on themselves and try to tap dance out of that yeah i think I think one of us is going to be holding norm's head still yeah yeah he's not talking he might be um, <laughs> a little animated um yeah he, i think i think we'll be fine and then you've got um yeah i basically the you know there's a whole bunch of stuff about this that is uncertain and, and it's kind of it's, it's kind of going through it ourselves, honestly, in a way that it's fresh in the mind, so you can articulate it to other people who presumably will go through the same thing, and then knowing it's not unusual, you know, it's normal to feel like, oh shit, is this going to work? I feel like a fraud. This is so, to, you know, even with all the experience we've got, I still feel every time I put makeup on that this might go. Yeah, and then, I, I think that yeah. kind of fall comes back to the whole nature of being an artist, is the other word. We're never satisfied with our work, no matter how good it looks. Yeah, well, I just need other people to be satisfied with. It. <laughs> <laughs> how how long can I keep pulling the wool over people's eyes? Yeah, okay, at least one at so, least one more day. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. So that should be fun. But it's been a really good time. The only thing I regret is I haven't spent as much time detailing it as I'd like. Because you've done a nice job of you know putting that detail in, but obviously when I yeah, the pieces yeah. and I had to blend them out yeah. some areas I had to press down and I extended the edge out and so I had to put that texture back in and it was fun but I wanted to spend more time on it but it's one of those things where you can't because the sculpting part as much fun as and as important as it is that's only one part of a big you know you've got all these sure. other processes we'll get it done just in time had I spent another day detailing it it might have been a nicer texture but 
but, we wouldn't have been this far along with the moulds or we wouldn't have had two sets out or I know and I know. ultimately think that sometimes not going mental with the texture mm. is better yeah it's an interesting one isn't it because I'm, I'm sure you've seen the same I've seen makeups particularly age makeups that you look at them and it looks like whoever sculpted it had a great time doing it but it don't look like an old guy yeah, you know, it looks like a lot of nicely sculpted wrinkles, but they look like sculpted wrinkles. Yeah, and I think there is something to be said for kind of backing off a bit sometimes. That's a hard, a hard thing to kind of like to balance. Yeah, having like really, really awesome refined forms, and then yeah, that yeah. that point Not, where you know when something's done. Yeah, when do you stop? Normally, it's because when there's no more time. <laughs> yeah, no time. <laughs> but yeah, if you run out. If you're doing something for yourself, you could spend an unreasonable amount of time doing something. Yeah. And it's a tough one because sometimes it becomes, you're deifying the act of doing it beyond, you know, it all becomes like an obsessive act, which is perhaps unnecessary, but not one you can stop. And the same with a paint job. You can keep painting and overpainting when really, you know, it only needed like three or four colors. And it's easy. It's it's easy to go overboard. Yeah. It is, and it's also easy when you're doing stuff for yourself. Particularly, I think this is quite <clears throat> true. It's very hard to know when to stop because there isn't anyone to tell you. But also, when you finish it, you're like saying, well, "It's done now," and I'm now going to be judged on it. Whereas, and no one wants to do that. And so sometimes I think, and I think this is one of those things about people who, you know, claim to be perfectionists. It's like it's more a strategy to avoid finishing something and saying right it's done now please criticize it whereas if you never finish it in theory that never happens and there's there's something to be said for knowing when enough's enough partly because you need to start another thing you know what i mean if you, if you just spend forever circling the end never actually going in the end, you know finishing it that's not good either no, you have, to, you have you to ship just, it at some point yeah you just do it and then you know you, i mean you just point out i mean even if, if you if no, to yourself, you can point out things. Oh, well, I would have done this, but I mean that's just a natural oh, can, thing, it, right? And it can always be better, no matter how good it gets. Yeah, yeah. But you you do the you do the best you can at, at that particular moment. Yeah, and then. But it may. But the fact is, when you do it, you'll think to yourself, "Yeah, as good as this is, I reckon I could do better." So I'm going to hold out until that better thing happens, and then whatever that thing that happens, even if it was better, you could kid yourself that there's more better to come so why should you set on that and at some point you've got to be able to make a decision and go that's enough that's good enough well if, if you're going to fail yeah. you got to keep you got to fail forward instead of failing backwards so that you yeah. know you 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 learn something and uh won't make that same mistake again mm. so that you're making well, i think making sometimes forward progress you know learnings I mean, failings part of the learning process if you don't fuck things up you're not going to learn anything yeah totally yeah well, I think it's almost not not. It's, but there's sometimes there's a reluctance to finish in order to say you have failed. It's more a case of it's not failing, but it's 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 slowly tanking. It hasn't failed, but it's not going the way I want. So I'm going to stop. You know what I mean? And then you end up with this sort of potential. If you're doing things for yourself, yeah. you can end up with this sort of endless. You're waiting for the good feeling yeah, to come yeah, but before then you, have you a continue, shelf, and that ain't going to happen. Full of unfinished projects. Yeah, yeah. and think, I'm sure that's a familiar yeah. thing. I know I've got things kicking around that are like, you know, not done. I think you have to, or you should kind of set deadlines for things. Yeah. Because then, then it's like, you know, did as, as good as I could for that amount of time. time. Yeah. 
And if yes, you want to, if you want to revisit it, then you do it again. Yeah, you're right. Again. Yeah, set yourself a definite finish point. Yeah. Because the thing is, if you keep doing that, you will get better. Because that's the, you, I guess you could ask yourself, why are you doing it? You know, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it because you want to experience perfection? Because you should go in knowing that ain't going to happen. You will get better. Yeah. But perfection but is inevitably. It does, it's like unicorns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I remember it. <laughs> what don't exist. <laughs> or they're funny looking. Yeah, they've got pointy things and hoops. Yeah, but you. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta finish something. I mean, the thing is, if you if you're working professionally, you have you have a certain amount of detachment, don't you? And I think that's the danger. I think if you're doing stuff for yourself, you don't have that detachment because oh, I'll, I'll get finished when it's finished. Which is why I think you're saying I don't know if detachment's quite quite the right word. It's 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 a it's a different mindset for sure because you're doing you're you're realizing somebody else's vision as opposed to doing something of your own. Mm. So the work, the work isn't yours. Yeah. Per se. But it's like, it's like, um, there was a really good thing that, that, is it Chris Costa? Chris Costas? The, the yeah. 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 Is Costa or Costas? Costa. Costa. His stuff is incredible. But, and he, you know, a lot of the things he does that we see are things that he's doing off his own back for fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he posted all these pictures of like things he's done for visual effects. And he was basically saying, look, you know, all these things I've done, you know, they're, they're for other people. You know what I mean? If you're not satisfied, if you're not getting creative satisfaction, then go do more of your own work. Because when you work for other people, you know, you're, you're, you're a hands for hire. You're, you're not doing some, it's not an indulgence for you. It's for somebody else. So they have a deadline. They have an end goal and they want, they have something they want. Hopefully they know what they want, but let's assume they have something they want. And your job is to fulfill that. There's a certain detachment in that you don't have to come up with the origin of it. You just have to right. make the thing. Right. And as long as it's good enough, you can sort of relax and say, I've done my job. And you do that for lots of people and you get better. And then when you get things like this, like trade shows, you know, you might go, oh, I'm going to do this the way I want to do it. And it could be a thing that I want it to do. And so you, you tend to spend a lot more time making it just so we've got a deadline. Oh, yeah, he, he goes yeah. to crazy lengths with, with detail. Mm-hmm. But he still gets it done. Yeah, he still gets it done, and it's, which you know? show, stresses the importance of deadlines, even if they're personal ones. Yeah, so it's like okay, it needs to be to that level, but there's obviously techniques. You still got to be good at sculpting, but there's certain ways of doing things. Because I look at that stuff and I think that would take years, but you know, he'll have done it in a couple of days, so or, you know, or a week or something. So he's working to a schedule, but it's really important to have that deadline and i think when you work for other people you get used to having that external deadline yeah but like you were saying if you're doing something for yourself you kind of need a deadline you that you do. set yourself or you get somebody to set for you be like accountable to something outside of yourself because i think that then drives you to get shit done because otherwise you kind of it's human nature you kind of dawdle and then make excuses yeah. to why you can't finish it and yeah. and that actually stops you from getting better because you're never going to get closure yeah, that's true. <laughs> Netflix and Mr. Robot. <laughs> Holding everybody back. That all sounds, uh, yeah. That, so I think, yeah, you're right. I think if you're doing something for yourself, you still need to treat it like a job and say, this is how long I'm going to set aside. Give yourself a realistic deadline or, or hours. It might be a 50-hour thing. That's it, start to finish, and you can only do a couple of hours a day. But yeah. when those 50 hours are up, that's it. That's it done. I mean, I, I mean, when I get you know, hired for jobs, I always, I mean... I don't really feel like I'm not putting, you know, 
my a hundred percent of me in, into the job. But I know that I have got that deadline, and I think that that just with everything that I do, even mm. like personal projects, I will like set a deadline to stuff. Mm. Well, that so comes I, with experience too. Yeah, you know, people just starting out or are flip flopping around trying to figure figure things out. But you know, the longer you do it. Mm. You you just know how long it takes to do something. Yeah, I mean, so, so you can so you can budget the time for you know you know what how how much of a certain material you're going to need for the for the mold or for the forehead or for whatever aspect you're doing. So you just know how it takes. Mm. You know, I I've got students who come over to help me every now and then, and I'll be pouring something out, and you know I can tell just by looking whether something's right or not. Mm-hmm. And that only comes with having kind of the experience. times. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I think is, um, this is something I was talking to students, I think at the IVA where I was teaching, and it's like one of the things you can do, I think it's nice to have a, a, a sense of completeness about something. So it might be a case of, say you wanted to do something, say, say you haven't got a job in, but you want to do something you want to look cool. Um, say you want to do like a couple of characters. What you could do is like get some plaster faces or a plaster face, sculpt on it what you want it to look like, and then basically stipple a couple of layers of latex over it. Obviously, that then commits your plastiline to not being used for silicon <laughs> from this point on. So maybe you have a box of stuff that you keep aside just for this. Yeah. I guess you could use cat plastic, but that's more expensive. But you stipple a couple of layers of latex over the sculpt and the face. And then you paint it. Mm. So you've got the joy of the sculpt. You can photograph the sculpt. Then you can stipple it with latex so you've got this skin over the top that you can peel off later when you're done. And then paint it. Paint it with acrylic paints. Just paint it how you want it to look as if it was a finished makeup. So you've got the sculpt, the photos of the sculpt. You've got the finished thing on a face painted. And then you peel it off and do it again. And you haven't had to, to mold it and cast it and apply it. Yeah. to a person that bit in the middle which relies on somebody else coming in sitting still do you know what I mean not not having easy access to somebody else to apply to yeah. well, that's a great can exercise. stop you from doing you know and that's a, that's a way you could and then you know do something with relatively little material and then you just reuse the same life cast and the same pl- the plastiline and just keep doing it again or yeah you need a little bit of latex you need some acrylic paints whatever but the point is you could have a complete look and finish something and know what it would look like without having to say, well, you know, I haven't got anywhere to make moulds or I haven't got a model to apply to, and that's why I won't do any sculpting or any painting. And so it kind of stops you from doing anything at all. So it's kind of having a, a way of doing something that's relatively Yeah, and it's, 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 a, it's an incredible um, money saver because mm-hmm. people starting out who are doing everything on their kitchen table, mm-hmm. if they can skip having to make a mould of the sculpture cast it out in whatever material, gelatin even, which is inexpensive, um, and then put it on somebody, you're saving some bucks. Yeah, and you just reuse it. Yeah, and, and, and that's Back a good in incentive day, yeah. to to practice and, and keep getting better, knowing that you don't have to shell out all this money yeah. for these unnecessary materials at that point. Mm. That was actually a little piece of information that I got from... Uh, Back in the day, when it was like writing letters to companies, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Hent, uh, the creature shop, mm. that was a letter. I mean, I got a letter from them just saying, 
oh, you don't need to finish anything in foam latex or whatever else. It was just, oh, just send, you know, send pictures of sculptures. And then it's like, ooh, I don't have to go through that whole, you know. Yeah, that's the thing, because it is prohibitive to be able to to do that. And I think companies understand that, that, you know, you might not have it. But you can tell from somebody's yeah. sculpt whether they've got the juice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So or, or a 2D, you know, a pencil Or a paint, or, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or a painting or whatever it is you do do well. But it's finding a way to get that satisfaction. Like I've started doing a lot more since I bought a tablet. I've started doing more digital sketches and I set myself yeah. like sort of five, ten minute sketch times and I'll just do a couple before going to bed. And so I'm not, they're not precious to me because there's no paper being wasted and it's just a doodle and you can erase things obviously on a tablet. And it's, it's really fun actually. It sort of settles my mind, gives me like that little creative satisfaction just before, you know, it's time to switch my brain off. Yeah. And I find that quite, quite nice. But again, there's no, there's no pressure behind it, but it's having a sort of a deadline. It's a 10 minute thing or a five minute thing. It's not going to be when it's finished. And then you could tear yourself a new one, you know, wondering when finished is. So I guess setting deadlines is important. And I think we take it for granted when the deadline's set by somebody else externally. But actually the absence of it on your own projects, I think could be quite damaging. So oh, it's good, yeah. to, good to enforce one on yourself maybe. There we go. Yeah. So how's your day been? Have you been busy making things today? Um, yeah, I'm still working on that um, that inoculation sleeve. Uh, I've got it. Which is very I've funny. Got, the pictures I've you got, sent are very funny. <laughs> yes, it's like a big horse cock. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've still got one more layer of silicone to put on it before I do the shell. Yeah. Um, uh, but my my deadline on that project is is looming. Okay. Uh, December seventh, Pearl Harbor Day, okay. is is when I've got to deliver that. So, got a lot of work to do. Uh, That's crazy, isn't it? Like some yeah. CIA shit that we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah, but but I've got a I'm working on the core piece right now, and then I've got to sculpt what the sleeve is actually going to be up, and it's going to have to be close to an inch and a half of added skin mm. to make room for this reservoir because the needle's an inch and a half long. Ooh. Yeah. So. Fabulous. Cool. So there we go. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm, I am exhausted. <laughs> I don't know. You guys have, have had a pretty, pretty full. Yes. 20, 24 <laughs> plus hours. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think that face piece is now offset. Uh, yeah, Neil's been patching the um, yeah, that that animal thing that's fixed now, so that's the last yeah. piece. So we'll map that on its core, and then I'm going to take a couple of photos and throw them off on Instagram. So, how long a drive is it going to be pieces. tomorrow? Well, to Coventry, it's about 95 miles, so I'm guessing maybe a couple of hours if we leave early enough. But Friday traffic, we've got uh, we've got a plan to make a vac form skull cap to attach the wig to. Mm-hmm. So that it pushes down because because Normski's got a bit of an afro that's quite uh, gotcha. quite quite big and he's pushing down and and Neil's idea was to, you know if we can get it on a on a on a vac form plate or you know yeah. a cup that sits on his skull then it just pushes the hair down it's much easier to to retain so we're going to stop by Millennium on the way in Ellsbury get that done and then. Uh, carry on up so sort of on the way to Coventry or we'll go up to Coventry via Aylesbury 
and then uh, tomorrow night, I guess, unpacking stuff and then putting together a PowerPoint <laughs> whilst resisting <laughs> work, 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 the beer. Work, work. And then, then I reckon sleep like a fucking baby tomorrow with that feeling of like, it's done now. There's like nothing yeah. else I can do. I have to have a beer. Oh, yeah, there'll be a beer. A beer or two. Remember to take everything to the like... venue with you. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, I just got to get that together and I need to put that on the jump drive. I must remember to take. Got to call Norm. We haven't really even drive. spoken to Norm. Uh, yeah, we need to check with Norm. I need to check with. I need to speak to Chris. <laughs> yeah, make sure he hasn't yeah. made other plans <laughs> for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> and also making sure that he's got. Um, costume because he needs a big suit like a blue yeah. suit that he needs to bring maybe yeah. yeah you'd have thought we'd organize this but i was so busy getting the pieces right i didn't really worry about that anyway we'll, we'll figure <laughs> it out we always do we'll yeah. make something happen can't wait to see it amazing well thanks todd it's been yeah. really cool to do this i'm hoping we could oh, work you betcha i think this microphone seems to be doing right it's a little a little bit more i don't know That's yeah no i you you I can hear you just fine, even though you're you back away from it every oh, now and then. It's, it's sounds good. I really like it. <laughs> it's techy shit. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have to come to Monster Palooza, Neil, so we can. I I know. I I, I missed the fo- last. We can follow up on this. Yeah, yeah man. totally, man. I missed the last co- the last couple of Monster Paloozas. I'm like, have to get your ass over. If we can make it over, you certainly when, can. When is it? It's April, May, May eighth. Ninth and tenth, because I'm in I'm in LA. January, I'm actually I'm I'm there for IMAX January tenth. Then I'm doing a three day intensive education thing, Sean. Okay. okay. And then something else, and then we're going to Vancouver. But I don't I don't know actually. It's May, so it's in May. Eighth, ninth, and tenth. Yeah, I'd love to go back though. I've been there before. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we were there for the 10th anniversary, which was insane. That was very cool. <clears throat> Hearing the guy that sings. Oh, no, that was IMATS. We, yeah, that was IMATS. Where they did the Lost Boys tribute. Oh, that's thing. right. Uh, and yeah. they had the guy <laughs> singing Cry Little Kip- Sister. Oh, it was a different guy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't Tim Capello. No, no, I still yeah. believe. That wasn't yeah. that. That, that would have been, been amazing. That would be very funny. <laughs> big fucking chain with a saxophone. Just sagging Looking tits. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a, a, a post-steroid fucking Michael Bolton. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was uh, it was the other guy. I can't remember his name. The guy that sings us, um, Cry Little Sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking brilliant. But I was sticking the makeup on at the time and you were, your eyes were covered. So we heard yeah. it, but we didn't yeah. see it. Uh. <laughs> But, um, yeah. So there we go. So, sorry, that's a lot of waffle on my part. But I'm basically, I'm excited about the fact that we're doing this makeup. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'm excited about the fact that I managed to record the majority of its manufacture and document it and be able to put this together in a decent video in a way I wouldn't be able to do if I was working on a show. So, yeah, 100%. It's been awesome. It's been good fun. But I am absolutely cool. right now. <laughs> still, still much to do. <laughs> Still much to do. I've still got to prepare and pack for Edinburgh, and um, we're just going to figure out what, what we're going to talk and about. pack. I think we can we can figure it out on the way up tomorrow. And partly this chat here is help us to yeah. zero in on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, I think driving up tomorrow will be quite nice because there's that feeling of having done this, and there's a a day between us and the tasks, and there's something about a good night's sleep that kind of goes, okay, that's now done. Box is ticked. 
and we can go on our way. And all I've really got to do tomorrow is make sure I don't forget to bring things. But because I won't have anything to make, I'll have head headspace left to make those decisions. Make a, make a checklist. Yeah, I'm not very good. I have a very... It's almost like life gets more and more complicated, but the RAM in my brain does not increase. So I just need... I, I, I basically can do less and less every day. I just need to be able to prioritize what it is we do. And, and tomorrow is important that I don't forget anything. So I'm going to leave the packing of things till tomorrow when that's the only thing I've got to do. Your brain feel like a 286. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Sucks oh, to be an adult. Right, yeah. yeah, ZX Spectrum. <laughs> Vic 20. <laughs> Fuck, it's a Vic 20. Not even that. It's running on a cassette. Yeah, I, yeah. I had, a, I had a Dragon 16K. Fuck, you know, get you. I know. Who made that? that? Sinclair. Dragon. Dragon. It was like some like really rare compute back in the day. A Dragon 16K. Oh my god. You remember the Vic 20? Actually, but I think a ZX80 on an 8K. I had a mate at ZX80. I had an Amiga. Yeah. 500. They were awesome. They had like the yeah. best art I wish I, st- I wish I still had it. They were great for music as well. Wow. Yeah, I, we, I had a video toaster. Uh, oh, had, awesome. a, had a switcher <gasps> built into it. Oh, <laughs> I spoke to Ever- Everett Burrell about that. Did you? That's what they, they, they used an Amiga on. Um, yes, uh, Walking Dead. Land, uh, Night Walking. of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Remake. I've yeah. still got the Fangoria with that in it. Oh, Gorzone. All right, dude. Don't forget to have fun. I think we will. Fun is important. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, actually. You do that thing where you demo in and someone shouts out and you just say, and get a prosthetics event hoodie. I'll try. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll definitely get one of those because um, they look really cool. Yeah. And I think, I know Don Lanning's going to be there, so I'll say oh, hi to him. Don. Tell him I said hey. I will. Tell everybody I said hey. Yeah, I will. And, uh, uh, yeah, a, a whole a whole bunch of people I haven't seen for ages, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. So it should be cool. Cool. Well, you guys are gonna have a great time. I hope so. All right, dude. Well, thank you very much for being able to uh, to hook up with this podcast chat. It's been fantastic. I've had a good time. Yeah, this was a great time. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, dude. Magic. Well, have a good evening. Take care of yourself. Talk and to I'll, you guys I'll soon. Speak to you soon. Later. Later. Okay. Bye. 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 bye.